Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. If you're a creator, athlete, or entrepreneur, luck can only get you so far. Having the right skill sets are critical in your success. All Skill No Luck makes handcrafted, custom-designed flannel wear. Made in the United States and based here right in Oceanside, California. They pride themselves on quality, creativity, and attitude. The perfect brand for the Creative Brew. Use promo code CREATIVEBREW10 and get 10% off and free shipping within the United States. You can check them out at allskillnoluck.com. My next partner is Elevate Coffee Trading, and if you appreciate specialty coffee, enjoy outdoor adventure, and love helping elevate the lives of children around the world, then you're going to love Elevate Coffee Trading. Their mission is to extract hope through love, coffee, and adventures. There's free shipping in the United States, and every bag of coffee helps sponsor health and education for children in coffee-producing countries and in areas of need in the United States. You can use promo code ELEVATE21 on your next order, and you can follow their journey on social media at Elevate Coffee Trading. Or you can visit online at ElevateCoffeeTrading.com, and let's start extracting hope together. Um, another sponsor is Baba Coffee here in Carlsbad, California. Great vibes, good coffee. So I want to give a special shout out to my, to my new sponsor for the show, Baba Coffee. And welcome to a new episode of The Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. Today, we have a special guest, Robert Prash. And uh, I've met him, uh, like I said, I've, and I've gotten accustomed to, to listen to a lot of his content, knowing him over the past uh, past couple of years. And he's, he's got a podcast out called Creating Greatness. Um, he is, if you noticed any of his videos, really big on, on mindset, uh, leadership, wellness, uh, among, a, a, like I said, a whole gamut of things, but it's always around the... Um, the, the context of becoming the greatest version of you. And I, I think that's something that um, all of us should should aspire to is, is figuring out what our authentic self is because everyone is different, but figuring out how to chase our own personal greatness. And uh, so, yeah, without further ado, I'm gonna let uh, Robert share his story and um, and we'll go back and forth on some things, but um, I just want everybody to to be introduced to the, to the great Robert Prash. Hey, thank you very much, my friend, man. And I'm Super excited to be here and all the things that you just spoke of is, is right on the head, man. It's hitting the nail on the head on the message that we're sharing through Creating Greatness and through my social media outlets is that I feel that um, our responsibility for this gift of life that we are given is to ch chase, although we talked about not chasing just a few minutes ago, that best possible version of yourself to steadily work towards that vision of the highest possible potential that you can achieve. And uh, the reason why I'm so big on this and the reason why I really push that agenda through every outlet that I could possibly do is because for so long, I lived in a state of perpetual misery. You know, uh, I don't know how far you want me to go into detail with it, but the people on Creating Greatness know very well that I'm a former criminal, a former addict, a former uh, thief, Cretan, uh, low life. And I'm okay saying all these things about myself because I'm not that man today. You know, I put forth the effort. I've implemented a plan. I've devised a strategy to 
radically transform my consciousness and my physicality and my emotional intelligence. And I put that blueprint forth on creating greatness because when I was at the bottom, when I was addicted, when I was stuck in my criminal ways, when I was on my narcissistic vibes, nobody was telling me these things. And I also didn't know how easy it was to obtain freedom from them. You know, I didn't know that it was free. I maybe thought you had to buy something or you had to achieve a certain level of success or, or a certain financial status to get to this better life that we speak of, the American dream that is still alive and well today. I thought it was someone was gonna save me, someone was gonna give it to me or some other way, you know, something that I was gonna have to facilitate that I didn't have. And through the, through the work of the good Lord, and some prayer and some meditation and then some yoga and then some physical activity, I found this peace, I found this answer, I found this uh, spark of divinity within myself that empowers me to be capable <clears throat> of all things. <clears throat> and that is what I truly wanna share with the folks. You don't need to buy anything. You don't need to be at a certain level of success. In fact, if you're lower on the level of success, you're more apt to begin the journey. Because those of us who are already great, we tend to think we got it all figured out. But that is not the case. And it's something that I'm also talking about in Creating Greatness is transferring the managerial ideology of Lean Six Sigma into the self-improvement life on things like continuous improvement. And what continuous improvement states is that anywhere is a starting point. The lowest to the highest, you always have somewhere to go. You always have more to achieve. And yeah, man, that is all that we are about. So thank you for having me on and allowing me to get it out there. Hey, appreciate it. Appreciate it. No worries. I mean, that's, I think that's something that I really feel like people need to hear um, and, and maybe better, better than hearing it, figuring out ways of practicing it and, and using a lot of these concepts um, in their own, in their own professional, uh, professional or personal life. Um, I, like I said, I think everything is, is intertwined. I think that the more that we can, aspire to become our greatest version and and the more that we can aspire to just be a better person in general i think that is a good i feel like that's an extension of everything else i think everything else blossoms when we know we're secure we know we're you know worthy we know we're you know powerful creative um when we know that for a fact i really feel like that's when everything else starts to extend out and magnify um as it should be um sometimes you can have those people that are doing really well in business and then personal life is in shambles and then vice versa. You got someone that, you know, um, maybe they're not great at business, but they are an incredible husband, great family life, greatly relationships. And I, I, I really think there's a way to intermingle all that. I think you can have the best of both worlds and I, and I've seen it before. Um, but I think sometimes we have to figure out ways of getting in more of an alignment of, of who we are and how we, operate on a, on a given day. Like I said, everyone's different. Everyone has different skills, gifts, abilities, and we have to figure out ways of uh, being more of, of who we are um, and, and bringing, that more, uh, bringing more of that out in the world. So I've sort of noticed, I've noticed, uh, especially when you had, like I said, we have first uh, met each other a, a while back, and I see you now starting to incorporate, I see you doing some different things on your content. So you, you definitely, um, starting to touch on different, different subjects. And even from a wellness um, aspect, you know, I, I see you, you know, doing more of your workouts, showing people, you know, what you're, what you're doing. 
Um, how critical do you feel like that was even with you transitioning, you know, you made that point to, to change your life. You know, what was that point for you when you uh, incorporated exercise and wellness as like, this is a part of who I am to, to become in this, you know, new version? Well, I'll tell you what, um, in the beginning, I latched onto it very quickly because I was a former athlete. So I knew that if I had to become better, that was at least a start. Although I didn't have uh, a very good idea on how to take it from there. And because of that, and I purely solely focused on that physical aspect of who I was, I failed. I failed. And then uh, when I went back to the drawing board, I realized, you know, because people told me, but I didn't want to listen. That's why it's so important to plant those seeds because you never know later on when they may bear fruit. And they did in my mind later when people would tell me, it's not enough, Rob. You know, the gym's not enough. It's not an answer. And I would go, ah, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm here. I'm doing my thing. So when I went back to the drawing board, I totally gave up on any idea of anything that I knew before and accepted the fact that I absolutely knew nothing. And I absolutely had to start from the very bottom. And the very bottom, I, like a lot of people probably is where they seek prayer. And in the beginning when I didn't seek prayer or when I did seek prayer, I was an atheist. I did not believe in God, but I seen people who prayed and saw that their life was better than mine. And I go, well, let me just try it. And in the beginning, it was a release for me. I was able to put things that worried me and troubled me and my guilt and fears and anxieties out into the universe and therefore refresh that energy and get it out of me. And that act alone, before I then became firmly to believe in God because I was shown him in my life, it still improved my life. So then I went from there to like meditation and yoga. And before I even got back in the gym and started slanging weights again, I was like heavy in the hatha yoga and heavy in the meditation and heavy in the breath work. And then I started incorporating the cold showers. And I'm a huge fan of Wim Hof and I believe the things that he teaches. And then it was like, wow, now this, now this boat is really rolling. Now we're really picking up some steam. Now we're picking out the pieces and putting it together instead of over-identifying with one aspect of who I am. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm the gym guy. I'm the athlete. I'm tough. But that is just a tiny piece of the overall perspective. And I think a lot of times we as individuals fall into that trap. You know, we're the football player. We're the business guy. We're the ladies man or vice versa with women. I'm not much as much familiar as what, you know, may be going through their minds, but I can speak from experience that that happened with me many times as I delved into different aspects of life. Oh, I'm this, I'm that. And the epiphany hit me when I realized, oh, I'm all that. I'm all of this, man. The stars, the planets, you know, the plants, the trees, you know, the energy, the creator that flows through all things. And then it, it got me to that next level. It got me to that next gear. And yeah, now I'm, I'm physical every day. I have young children. I'm 44 years old. You know, my oldest is seven years old. So there's no way I'm going to have them 14, 15 years old. And I'm not going to be able to get out on the football field, on the soccer field, whatever sport they choose and be able to at least, you know, get around it and work well. And also there's numerous statistics that you can look at if you want to about how it increases brain activity and mood and every other facet of your life. So firmly believe important routine uh, physical activity is something do what you love because you're going to do it longer you're going to burn more calories because you're stop paying attention to it and you're having fun for me i play basketball with the kids i play soccer with the kids i jump on the trampoline right behind me with the kids as well as adding in your regular physical routines but yeah man get out there get moving watch how it changes your life the very first time it won't change the mirror 
but you're going to feel better that day. It's like uh, a paradoxical thing working out. It's an energy. You expend it, but you get it back in many, many ways. Yep. Yep. That, I truly agree on that. I mean, I, I've used, you know, wellness and, and exercise as a part of, I'll probably say just overall wellness as a part of my life. I'm not, I'm not one of those where I'm just a, a big, um, you know, I'm not a bodybuilder or anything like that, but it's just one of those where uh, even with me still training and I, I train on a lot of college kids and, and still staying active for a lot, a lot of the things. I, the reason why I do that, it, it isn't just to be in, be in there and working out all the time. I don't want to do that. Um, if people, people that know me, I am a cook, I'm a snack fanatic. Like I love cookies. Um, but at the same time too, I have to know if, if I am looking to the things that I'm looking to do, I'm going to have to sacrifice some things in the long, you know, in the, in the short run, I'm gonna have to sacrifice some things to, to, to have a, a long, you know, a, a betterment in my life. And, and knowing that, you know, if, you know, if I stay with this regimen or if I, you know, keep up the, the wellness routine, if I do my, my, my breath work and uh, meditation and everything else, that my quality of life is going to be drastically different than if I'm just going in there and um, say, I just go in there and just work out and I'm not doing anything to better my spirit, better my, better my mind. Um, I'm putting in, I'm still putting in crap, going to the, going to the gym, putting in, you know, still eating everything, you know, but good stuff. Um, it's just not going to work out. And I, I, that's something that I, I've really been cognizant on um, recently. Um, just even when I talk to my, um, uh, my wrestling class, I've got an adult wrestling class and I, I talk to them every, uh, every Wednesday night. And we, we talked about learning how to like what we're doing here, the training, that's just a byproduct of everything else. We have to learn how to really dial in on improving ourselves internally um mentally spiritually we do that the 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 physical part is going to be easy that's going to be easy uh when we sort of go outside in that's where we get in trouble we feel like we have to you know train and work out to make us feel good about ourselves when it needs to be flipped you know we have to start feeling now like i said exercise movement i mean it helps you know it helps to improve you know how we see things but we have to start switching you know, and, and what you talked about changing our story, you know, we're not just such and such, you know, we're this, we're that we're just extensions of everything. And we're, we're figuring out ways of, of using the creative outlet that, that God has given us to um, express, you know, more of who we are. And I, I think that's what I'm trying to do is figure out, you know, you know, I'm a podcast host, you know, I'm a designer, an artist, uh, a coach, um, all this stuff is just expressions of, of what, you know, what God has given me. And I'm trying my best to express that out as much as I can and give out that energy um, and, and see what comes from it. So um, I think you, you, you nailed it on the head um, right there. That was, I mean, great, great point on figuring out, um, you know, ways of just changing our story. I, mean, I think once we do that, once we stop saying, hey, this is who I am because I'm in this situation, then that's where things start to radically start to change for people. But if we see it, you know, based off of just face value, like, hey, I'm in this situation, this is who I am, you're going to be limited to that specific energy and to that, um, to that challenge, too, until we start changing who we think we are. Um, and we have to start doing that. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, I used to tell my old boss, uh, 
he would ask me different things and I would say, you know in me, you have a person who is relentlessly, relentlessly pursuing betterment in all aspects of my life. So this stuff's gonna fall into place. So basically I was telling, telling him, don't even hassle me about it. And I firmly believe that once you get yourself in order and you focus on the uh, minute details of how you carry in and out your day-to-day -day operations and you dial in on the details and you make each little thing better, whether it may seem inconsequential, something as using the restroom, taking a shower, brushing your teeth. But when you're able to start lining these things up and doing them effectively and efficiently, it adds up to bigger and bigger things. So what you're saying is absolutely true. And also it is how we can create a bigger change. And a lot of people don't realize that. They see the state of things. They, they see things that bother them in the world. And they think that there's external factors that they have to control before they can make a difference. But you can make a difference just by changing yourself, by becoming the change that you want to see in the world. And they oftentimes say it a lot. And it may be cliche, but it's true. Because you get what you focus on, you get what you think about. And if you constantly strive for that in your life, guess what? Whoever you're closest with, whether it be your spouse, or your kids, your parents, they're going to begin to have some of those same characteristics. Then maybe they start pursuing that goal of, of, of self-improvement. Then the people that they work with and the people at their churches and their organizations may see the change in them. And then that sparks change. And it could just grow and grow and grow like a pebble and a ripple in a pond on and on throughout the eons of eternity. But we have to make that decision to start with self. Like you said, get internal, start there and let it radiate on out into the world. Yeah, yeah. Have you, have you noticed an uh, interesting conversation? Um, like I said, I do, I do train a lot of um, MMA fighters and, and I actually find myself being, you know, connected to all kinds of, you know, all walks of life during the course of my week, you know, I, I but you know, aside from my uh, my my business clients, um, I, I do a lot of um, volunteer work with an um, organization out here called Humanity Shower. So I work with a lot with the homeless. Uh, I work with you know college wrestling teams. I work with uh, military um, MMA fighters. So I find myself being you know sort of seeing a whole gamut of different perspectives and and the way people are are seeing things. And it was it was really interesting, and and maybe you may be able to allude to this a little bit better. Um, I won't I won't name the person because we actually just had this conversation yesterday, and we were talking, and he was like, "Yeah, I I took a loss, you know, I, I you know I just lost my last fight, and I've heard you know nothing from people, and you know it's one of those where like this is this is I think this is a learning lesson. This is like figuring out and." we had talked briefly about, you know, keeping the people that that's going to support you, you know, through thick and thin, keep them in your life. Um, you know, we talked about, Hey, when you're winning, everybody will be around you. Everybody's going to support you say, Hey, keep going, keep going. But when something happens and the roof falls off, you're going to find out really quick who is still there to, to pretty much open that, you know, hold that door for you to keep you, keep you lifted up. And I told I told him I said like, this is a tough lesson because now you're you're finding out who is still here, you know, wanting still wanting to help you out, still wanting to talk to you, um, wanting to help guide you, even if you took the loss. And uh, so I told him I was like I don't even care about the win or loss. They're like if you won, that's great. If you lost, that's that's great. You're coming back in here, you're learning from it. And but but at the same time, be aware of the people who are in who who are around you, your environment. 
that's still supporting you because it's really easy to, to be aligned with, you know, with a winner. But, you know, when things go south, you'll, you'll find out real quick who who's around you. Um, do you feel like now and, and going back to you, do you feel like with you wanting to or, or creating your own personal greatness, do you feel like that's ruffled feathers with, with people that have been accustomed to you being limited or maybe having your character limited to like, this is who he was and just being that. Um, do you feel like you have people, no, you, you ruffled, ruffled some people's uh, feathers? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that on this road to greatness, on this road to personal truth, to figuring out who you are and what you're supposed to be doing on in this world and then moving forth in it. Cause a lot of times when you, dig in internally, like we're talking about, you figure out who you really are and what you're supposed to be doing. Sometimes that's not always going to go well with the outside world, especially when you're talking about setting personal boundaries and things like that, because there's, <clears throat> excuse me, things that you're now no longer going to accept in your life. Like I don't accept certain conversations. I don't accept certain behaviors because this is me. This is my truth. And I now walk in it and I'm, sh I'm shielded in it because it's, it's mine, man. And I fully believe it. And I'm fully confident. I mean, that's just how it's going to go. And you have to be comfortable with not being liked. I mean, one of the biggest personal freedoms that you'll ever uh, figure out in your life, it took me a very long time, was forget what anyone thinks about you. As long as you're not harming anyone or harming yourself, whatever you do is absolutely your business. And once you're free from worrying what you think people think about you, man, it opens you up to a whole new world of possibilities. And then here goes the funny thing about that is they weren't thinking about you anyway, man. <laughs> and if they were, it was a passing thought and it doesn't even matter. Secondarily, what you're talking about experience on loss now, especially early on in a career, that could be one of the very best things that ever happened to you, man, because every loss and every failure is a potential level up if you pay attention, man, because I guarantee you one thing, you know how you lost, analyze the fight, analyze the actions, think about what you were thinking about, thinking about the movements, and you're going to see where you could have done better, where you could have trained harder, where next time that guy pulls that move on you, you're going to get out of it because you remembered. So, be happy about that loss, man. You're going to learn more from that loss than you would have from that win. I'm not saying aim to lose. Absolutely aim for the opposite, but embrace the downtimes and losses in life as you would a win because you are going to learn those lessons. I mean, you can go back for me to personal experience. Now, picture you're a you know, mid-level guy on the street. You have some respect. You have some big jewelry, fancy car. You go out on a weekend. You're paying for for everybody and everybody loves you. Then imagine a few weeks later, nobody heard from you because you're stuck somewhere and nobody wants to pick up the phone and nobody wants to answer your call. Nobody wants to answer your letter. Nobody wants to send you a dollar, even though they probably owe you some, but that's okay because now you've learned that powerful lesson. You've opened up your eyes to the truth of the matter. And when you see those people, Maybe some of them you mistreated along the way, but sometimes they're the people that are there for you and they're the people that you stick close to and they're the people you take care of when times are good and the people that left you hanging and made you feel less than and made you feel sad about yourself, you know, cut them off, man. They're toxic because when you're around friends, true friends, they should uplift you. They should encourage you. You should 
feel energized when you're around them. Be very suspicious if anytime someone leaves the room, you feel relief or you feel anxious or you feel worried if that person is bringing that out in you, then guess what? They're not meant to be in your life and get rid of them. So that fighter you're talking about, take heart, my friend, because you may have just learned the most valuable lesson that you will learn. And when you climb back up to the top, because I know you can and I know that you will, those people will be nowhere around because you learned that very valuable lesson. Yep, that is, that is the truth. That is the truth. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, that's something. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely wanted to get your insight on that because, uh, you know, we've, we've been talking about that. And yeah, he had told me, you know, just, you know, how, how quickly people fade away when you're, when you're losing. Um, and it's one of those where you, you definitely have to keep the people that's, that's going to keep uplifting you, keep nurturing you. Um, and being in that in that um, productive, you know, environment, something that's going to be conducive to your to your growth. Um, so right now, I mean, what what things? And I, like I said, I know you, you. I'm sure you've got all kinds of um, things going. Um, what you know? What's inspiring you right now? What what things are are just getting you up in the morning and saying, you know what? I you know, thank you. I'm in gratitude. Um, this is this is something that that's sort of pulling me forward. What 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 are those things? Hey, man, it's so funny <clears throat> that you say, I know you got all kind of stuff going on. Man, I ain't got nothing on, folks. You see it, baby. I'm living a good life, man. I'm living a good life, and I paid for it with blood, sweat, and tears, man. And that's what's keeping me going, along with seeing a lot of young people that are inspiring me with their stoic behavior, with their politeness. I'm going out and I'm telling you, you see what you want to see in the world. You see what you focus on because there's a lot of bad. But I've seen a lot of God-fearing, young, stoic men and women, uh, polite, um, you know, just good morals. It, it's just so nice for an older gentleman like myself to see that. I don't mean to sound like an old man, but that is encouraging me, man. And raising my kids and seeing them doing these same things is what's really thrusting me forward. Seeing progress every day. I look back a few years, maybe not last week, because uh, there's ups and downs within this rise, but I look back a couple of years and I see how far I came, man, and all the bad habits I quit and all the um, status that I've, I've claimed and all the things that I've achieved and how many um, achievements that my children have done and my wife's done. It's not monumental, but it's day to day, in and out, progress and success picking up these small little wins that I believe and I have faith that will eventually land me where I want to be. And then from there, with that philosophy of continuous improvement, I'm going to see what I could do next, man, because that is really how I believe and the faith that I have. And it's not just me. It's not a self-righteous thing. I believe in you. I believe in all of the people listening and the amazing things that you can accomplish if you just start paying attention to your life, make a few changes, make a few tweaks, and I know that you could carry on the success even more so than myself. I am the self-proclaimed average Joe. And you all out there are capable of much more amazing greatnesses than me. And that's what keeps me going. That's what keeps me alive. That's what keeps me vital and energized and excited to continue addressing the people and talk about all these amazing things that we've talked about today, man. That's great. That's great. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, um, manner, manners with the youth, man. It is refreshing to, to, to see something like that. It's, it's, it gets... <laughs> It gets harder and harder. Um, I know I'm from the South, so we're we're raised up a little bit different than men out here on the West Coast. 
Uh, but my, you know, rest in peace to my, to my grandparents, you know, they, they taught me, you know, respect and, and learning how to hold the door for, for my elders. Um, and that's, that's something I still do now. This is something that's just sort of natural to me. So even like when I'm doing volunteer work, you know, I help people get into showers to, to be able to take showers. I, I hold the door for, for everyone. Um, that's 60, 60 people every Wednesday. Um, I hold the door for them. A lot of them, a lot of them say, you know, thank you. I, I help them as they're walking down because, you know, the steps could be a little steep. Um, some of them don't say anything, but that's just who I am. That's just something that has been ingrained in me to say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to, I will at least want to hold this door open for you. Um, so, yeah, it, yeah, this is one of the, it is refreshing that, you know, especially now still seeing, you know, the youth with, with, you know, certain manners and, and being respectful. It, it is good to see something like that because it's, it's fading away quick. And, you know, especially now, you know, you, you, people, especially the youth sometimes can feel like, you know, I deserve something now, or I want something now. And, you know, don't care about anybody else. Um, it can be refreshing to, to, to see that. So, um, so right now, um, creative tips, you know, what is a creative tip or tips for our audience? And then this can be, this could pertain to life, creativity, anything. Um, I believe all of it's the same. Um, what are those creative tips? Man, the creativity is, is another sort of paradoxical thing for me because um, being creative and expressing myself effectively is important so that other behaviors don't be uh, unwanted in my life. And I think that's for everybody that being able to express ourselves effectively and in a healthy way, it, it, it sort of evens us out so that other ugly behaviors don't pop out. So being creative is important in everyone's life, whether it's podcaster like me and you or anyone in any facet of any, any, any life. But if you focus on it, it's almost like it never happens, man. You know, I would focus on podcast. Like I need to come up with a new idea for a podcast or I need to come up with a new idea uh, for a t-shirt. That's something that I am doing, you know, some cool t-shirts that I have. I need to come up with a new idea for, a, you know, I'm, if I can knock out one page in my book per day, I feel accomplished. I need to figure out an idea for this one page. And if I focus on that aspect of it, I will get none of it done. None of it. So my creative advice is to let it go, man. Let it go and focus on the things that will put you in a position to be of your utmost up here, sharp and creative and talented. So those things are the things that we spoke about. Cold water is huge, man. Cold water is scientifically proven. It's not something that I've made up or Wim Hof made up. It uh, increases your testosterone, which men and women need this. It um, drains your lymphatic system. It uh, increases blood flow. It's stimulating like that. So that's one thing that I use excuse me, prayer is another thing. Just asking God to open me up to whatever he has for me to receive. And then I meditate to listen because the prayer is the speaking, the meditating is the listen, listening. And a lot of times during my meditation, I get divine inspiration on topics to hit the people with. And then yes, the cold water and the breath work as well, because another scientifically proven practice is that increasing your oxygen intake for that period of time, and especially with the Wim Hop breathing that I do, which is a series of deep breathing, then holds on the up and then holds on the out. It increases circulation, increases your brain flow. It optimizes uh, the, the way that all your organs are working. So if you're putting yourself in the best position to be your utmost best, that cre those creative juices are going to flow. They really are. And I don't, I may be just speaking like for me, I know when I focus on the actual task at hand, it, it just 
doesn't happen. But when I focus on putting myself in a position to strike while the iron is hot or striking that iron to make it hot with all these practices, and then I just keep my notepad handy. I keep my phone handy. And every time something flows to me, I'm, blah, 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 I'm jotting it down, jotting it down. So that would be the last tip that I keep a notebook, especially by your bed early in the morning, late at night. That's when those juices are going to flow. That's when you're kind of slipping in between that, uh, those, those phases of the brain. So keep it handy and, and, and write it down and do it and do it no matter who's listening, write no matter who's reading, speak no matter who's listening, create ph photography, paintings, dance, whatever your thing is. And it doesn't matter who is listening, who's paying attention because ultimately it's for your joy. It's for your peace. And, and it's for you, man. And if it wants to be for somebody else, if other people want to be involved in it, great, but make sure you're doing it for you. That's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you, you, you nailed it on a lot of, that's, that's some great tips. Um, I know personally breath work for me, I've, I've started incorporating a lot of breath work, uh, over the past year. It has drastically improved my, uh, my oxygen intake. Um, and just even with me, uh, training and working out, um, you know, used to, I would, I would, heavily breathe through my mouth and now I've, I've forced you know sort of gotten to where um I just breathe easily through my nose um mm -hmm. and couldn't do that I couldn't even do that in college and um now doing that I, I can really tell that my my oxygen intake has been uh really good uh even when I'm when I'm training and um seeing seeing drastic differences on that uh, and then there's all kinds of things you know people could you know do the research on that I mean once you start going into the uh, parasympathetic nervous system and, and rehealing yourself that that's when everything goes into remission everything resets uh but you have to like i said you have to be in that daily practice of of really focusing on that um and then yeah just making people you know like i said if you're if you're a creator you know get in that habit of sort of getting out because uh, i'm like that too i'm like oh i need to do this i need to work on this i, I literally get my best ideals whenever i go to the beach or i go do something some kind of physical activity uh, that's when ideals start popping in. Uh, when I let that go, and you know, I just get into that sort of meditative. Even for for wrestling and jujitsu, like for me personally, it's more meditative. And once I do that, I'm like, oh, that was that. That's what I need. I needed that solution. Let me let me hurry up and put this put this on my notepad on my phone real quick. Um, or when I go walking, and um, you know, I smell that that sea salt. Um, I mean, that that that, that salty um, uh, water and um, you know, I'm walking around and, and I'm looking for seashells and stuff like that. And just being out in nature, mm -hmm. um, that's when everything, everything starts to pop in. Um, so I, I sort of know, I've noticed that whenever I, I do that, that's when I get my best solutions. If I'm just sitting here at the desk and, you know, and, and at the same time too, I do have to have those, sometimes I have to have those limitations, but I do know whenever I'm out moving around, I'm in nature, that's when I get those little intuitive um hits on on things that i'm i'm searching for um so yeah those, those are some great tips um words of wisdom you know before we sign off you know what are some some ending you know words of wisdom that you can give to our audience something that can help and you know something that may resonate with their their hearts and minds and 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 spirits um what's those words of wisdom man you put me on the spot i don't have i don't know <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> You see my name as it appears on your screen, the King of Comebacks. And uh, maybe people think that that's some sort of egotistical thing. But uh, I call myself that because of what I've been through 
and what I have been able to come back from. Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of people listening to you, especially that are already successful, probably have achieved some things in their lives, but I'm speaking to those that are suffering on some level yeah. that may be going through something in their mind, maybe going through something in their heart, maybe going through something on a deeper level in their soul where you know something's just not quite right, where you can't achieve that sustaining happiness. It's, um, maybe you can't put your finger on it. Maybe you can, and you haven't been able to cultivate the willpower to stop doing what you need to stop doing or start doing what you need to start doing to change your life. Maybe it's because you've experienced drastic change in your life, like maybe getting arrested, maybe getting divorced, maybe losing a loved one something even worse. I don't know. But this is my message. And this is uh, my words of wisdom that you can come back. You can come back from any, anything. As long as there is breath in your lungs, as long as there is life in your body, it doesn't matter how low you have sunken. In fact, it may be indicative that you have a larger purpose. Because when you're crumbled to the dust like that, when you're broken down to the core, so God can build you back up, my friends, and you can become the strongest version of yourself that you can ever possibly be. You've been through the fire. You were forged. You've made it. You're still standing. So come on. Come with me, man, on Creating Greatness Podcast. And we're going to do this thing together, man. Talk to my man on a creative brew, and we're going to take you there. And we can do it together. And, we, and when we begin to stop focusing on the little things that divide us, and start focusing on the larger things that unite us and we come together as a human race we can achieve great things and we can do it together i love y'all god bless y'all thank you so much for having me on i really appreciate it brother hey thank you man thank you for those, those words man be uh, someone's gonna they'll hear that if they don't hear it soon you know if it you know if it they listen to this episode a year or two years from now i, I think there's gonna be something that's gonna um you know, change some people's hearts and, you know, people need to hear that. Um, I think there's a lot of people right now that that's struggling, um, depressed, you know, anxiety up the roof, you know, just stress, all kinds of things. And people, um, people need to see that it is capable, it's possible. And uh, understanding that, you know, we can make that change. We can make that change in the right direction. We just have to change the way that we, we see ourselves, change the way um, that we've been living and, and, um, just go in the right direction. I'm not going to say we're, we're, none of us is perfect. I mean, I know I do a lot of dumb things daily. Um, but at the same time too, I am constantly, um, staying in gratitude, standing, I stay in gratitude for the, the opportunities and my, my challenges. Um, I used to, I used to say like, I don't want these challenges. I don't want this on me. Um, if I'm going the way that, or even for both of us, if we're going the direction that we need to be going, um, we're going to have to accept those challenges with it. It's, it's going to come with it. Um, and, and understanding that, um, you know, that's just the process. That's the, you know, you referred back to it, just being in that, um, that, that student, that beginner mindset and feeling, you know, being like, hey, sometimes you just need to let it go and, and let go of everything you thought about yourself or, or thought work and let it go and let's see what we can bring in. Let's see if we can bring in some new insight and allow us to, to, to build up at, at a higher level. Uh, that, those, those are some great words. Um, 
how can people reach out to you, you know, get connected with your content, everything? Because like I said, uh, if you hadn't got a chance to check him out, um, he's, he's, you can check out a lot of his videos. He's usually putting out a lot of content on Facebook and uh, Instagram. Um, so what, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Uh, the best way to get in contact me would probably directly to my, my uh, podcast Gmail, which is creating greatness podcast at Gmail, all lowercase. Uh, you see King of Comebacks as it's displayed on your screen. And that's me on Instagram. On Facebook, I'm not sure if you'd find me that way. My name is Robert Michael Prash Jr. And yeah, check out the podcast, Creating Greatness Podcast. We're mainly on Spotify, but we're on some a few other uh, networks. But I've really been pumping things on Rumble. Rumble is my new home now. I'm putting out all my stuff, and I'm actually repurposing a lot of old stuff for the new people that are just uh, you know hopping on this uh, spiritual warrior program that we have here, man. So yeah, we're excited. Like I said, making some t-shirts and stuff, but just keeping it moving, man. Hey, that's great. That's great. Well, hey, um, for listeners, um, you can check this episode out. Uh, this will be, be available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and then the video portion of this. Uh, snippets will be available on Instagram, and then the main video show will be out on, uh, on my YouTube page. So um, that'll be released out here um, pretty, pretty soon. And um, so if you get a chance, hey, check out his podcast. Um, check out a lot of the content that he's doing. Um, that he's putting out um, really great content and something that um, even if you're, you know, you may be feeling down or maybe you're, you're trying to make a change in the right direction, um, you know, perhaps, you know, take, you know, take a listen at, at some of the stuff that, that Robert's doing and what he's talking about. And um, like I said, he's got a lot of great content. So I, I just want to give a, a, another shout out to, to everything that you, that you're doing. And, um, and also too, and, and, you know, I know we, we had talked uh, earlier and you just never know who's who's out there supporting you. You know, you you may you know we definitely from fellow podcasters. You know, sometimes we may not see the see the views or see what we're you know the the you know the engagement that we're looking for. But I guarantee you, there is someone that that's watching you every day, and they're they're looking for you. They're they're looking for your content. They're looking for your energy, um, and they they just they know that you're going to be showing up. Um, so keep it keep it going. You'll you'll be. You'll, you'll be banking some, uh, you'll be getting to some big places here pretty soon. I, I guarantee you that. So um, other than that, hey, this has just been another episode of the show. Um, you know, there's, you know, you can subscribe, comment on the show. Let me know what you think. Um, and we're going to keep it going. So we're almost on episode 200. So this is, we're, we're, we're coming along, coming along. So um, this has been another great episode. Be creative, stay inspired. If you ups and downs, all the wins and the outs and the smiles and frowns, they will tell you to settle down, stay on the ground. No, I won't take it. No, we won't take it.